It's July 15th, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. And I'm Chris Cottonor. Our top story today, a new report from the Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe documents the discovery of torture chambers at a summer camp in Bucha, Ukraine. This report, which is the second from the Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe, covered the period between April 1st to June 25th. The OSCE experts traveled to Ukraine to collect evidence, including visiting the towns of Bucha and Irpin, which the report said were, quote, two emblematic examples of the breaches of international humanitarian law under the Geneva Conventions and their additional protocols, which constitute war crimes. The report chronicles a variety of horrific incidents that you can read about on CNN. The European Commission has proposed to EU countries a deal with Azerbaijan to increase imports of natural gas and support the expansion of a pipeline to do this, according to a draft document seen by Reuters. The draft memorandum of understanding, which needs approval from the governments involved and could still change, is part of European Union efforts to slash reliance on Russian gas following the war in Ukraine. Concern over further cuts to Russian gas supply sharpened this week as scheduled maintenance began on the Nord Stream 1 pipeline, bringing gas to Germany. Governments and companies have warned Moscow may prolong the outage. Witnesses for the defense praised Brittany Griner's athletic prowess and character yesterday in a courtroom outside Moscow, where the American basketball star is facing a possible 10-year sentence on drug charges. Ms. Griner's trial resumed a week after she pled guilty to drug charges. The Russian authorities accused her of having a vape cartridge with hashish oil in her luggage at an airport near Moscow on February 17th, where she had traveled to play with her Russian club during the WNBA offseason. In the Russian justice system, trials go on even when defendants plead guilty but Ms. Griner's lawyers have said they hoped her plea would make the court more lenient. The harshest outcome, a possible 10-year sentence in a penal colony, remains a possibility. Elsewhere, Italian Prime Minister Mario Draghi has tendered his resignation after populist coalition partner Five Star withdrew its support in a confidence vote. The former head of the European Central Bank has led a unity government since February 2021. However, the president refused to accept his resignation. The effect of President Mattarella's intervention is not entirely clear. Mr. Draghi is expected to go to Parliament next Wednesday and with sufficient backing could remain in office. The extraordinary developments in Rome capped a day of drama triggered when five-star leader Giuseppe Conti refused to back the government's 23 billion euro package of economic aid for families and businesses, arguing Mr. Draghi was not doing enough to tackle the cost-of-living crisis. Sri Lanka's parliament has accepted ousted Prime Minister Gotabaya Rajapaksa's resignation, ending rule by a family that wielded power for nearly 20 years. Mr. Rajapaksa quit after fleeing to Singapore amid mass protests over his mismanagement of the economy. Sri Lanka's Speaker of Parliament, 
said that he accepted Mr. Rajapaksa's resignation, which he received late yesterday. He has called for Parliament to convene on Saturday to start the process of electing a new leader. Prime Minister Ranil Wickram Singh has been sworn in as acting president. Parliament has up to a month to elect a new leader, which could be Mr. Wickram Singh. U.S. President Joe Biden and Israeli Prime Minister Yair Lapid stood side by side yesterday and declared they would not allow Iran to become a nuclear power. They parted ways, though, on how to get there. I continue to believe that diplomacy is the best way to achieve this outcome, Biden said on the second day of a four-day visit to Israel and Saudi Arabia. Moments earlier, Lapid insisted that words alone won't thwart Tehran's nuclear ambitions. However, Israeli Prime Minister Lapid ultimately said, I don't think there's a light between us. Mali's military-led government said yesterday it was temporarily suspending troop rotations by the UN peacekeeping mission MINUSMA, days after arresting 49 soldiers from Ivory Coast who it said had arrived in the country without permission. Mali's ruling junta, which seized power in an August 2020 coup, has repeatedly butted heads with many of its traditional partners following sanctions and condemnation over election delays and its security cooperation with Russian mercenaries. The suspension of troop rotations for the nearly 12,000-strong mission will remain in place until Malayan officials can organize a meeting with MINUSMA representatives to discuss coordination between the two sides, Mali's foreign ministry said in a statement. The UN Security Council scheduled a vote for today on a resolution that calls on all countries to stop the transfer of small arms, light weapons, and ammunition to any party supporting gang violence and criminal activity in Haiti, which has seen an upsurge in bloodshed and kidnappings. The US-Mexico draft resolution, put in final form late yesterday, would express the council's readiness to impose sanctions that could include travel bans and asset freezes as necessary on individuals engaged in or supporting gang violence, criminal activity, or human rights violations in Haiti. That language is weaker than China's proposal, which included a time frame. In lighter news, DSR Daily Brief listeners, lend me your ears, or at least one of them. A previously unknown self-portrait of Vincent van Gogh has been discovered behind another of the artist's paintings, the National Galleries of Scotland said yesterday. The self-portrait was found on the back of Van Gogh's Head of a Peasant Woman when experts at the Edinburgh Gallery took an x-ray of the canvas ahead of an upcoming exhibition. The work is believed to have been hidden for over a century, covered by layers of glue and cardboard when it was framed in the early 20th century. That's all the news we have for you this week. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. This weekend, we'll speak with Cecile Shea of the Chicago Council on Global Affairs about Shinzo Abe's assassination. 
Go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in our show notes to read our sources, and tune in Deep State Radio today to hear David Rothkoff's twin conversations with Ryan Goodman and Greg Sargent about the January 6th committee hearings, and David Sanger about Biden's trip to the Middle East. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.